We need to talk about burnout. Burnout is exhaustion, mental, emotional, physical. It's what can happen when stress becomes chronic, unrelieved, and or too intense. It can come from relationship stress or the stresses of dealing with a hostile environment, but it's generally associated with work. And I'm focusing on that today because this valley is ground zero of work-related burnout. If you're not sure whether you are experiencing or have experienced burnout, I'll tell you some of the symptoms. Although psychologists will tell you this is just sort of warning signs, it's not an actual diagnosis. Insomnia, headaches, or GI upset, feeling overwhelmed, lacking motivation for things that you usually enjoy, being irritable and on edge, feeling most of all exhausted. Burnout can cause things like depression and anxiety, but if you have depression, chances are when you go for that relaxed weekend to get away from it all, your depression goes with you. Please, talk to a doctor. Burnout, it'll probably clear up until you are dropped back into the full catastrophe all over again. So let's go to another valley, far from our Silicon Valley here, that of the family Madrigal. The movie Encanto came out last year. Encanto means enchantment. This is a Disney uh, mus uh, movie musical, fully and beautifully animated. And it takes place in Colombia. And as we learn, as the backstory is eventually filled in, a young couple and their infant triplets and their whole town had to flee their home in a war just as soldiers were overtaking them, just when the young husband resisted them and was killed in sight of his wife. A miracle happened. Mountains rose up around them, the soldiers who were pursuing them were forced back, and everyone who was fleeing was suddenly in a peaceful valley, the center of which was a magical house. The young widow Madrigal, raised her triplets there in the house, and they each received a special gift as they got older, as did their children. So for example, one of her triplets, uh, Peppa, has the gift, possibly the curse, of having her moods affect the weather. If she's feeling great, then blue skies. If she's upset, high winds, and so on. Her sister, Julieta, uh, can make magical food. Whatever might be ailing you from a broken bone to the flu, she gives you an arepa and you feel all better. And then the younger generation has, a, has there's a cousin who can hear anything from miles away, another who shapeshifts, and the youngest of all uh, can talk to animals. All of them get gifts, except the star of the movie, Mirabel. 
We don't know why Mirabel did not receive a gift at age five, but we see her 10 years later, cheerfully, but with some deep sadness, loving her family and being a part of this extraordinary family as quite an ordinary person, or so she thinks. This movie offers a lesson, both in what contributes to burnout and what might resolve it. Each of us responds to stress in our own way. Each of us fits into our environment depending on our own gifts and temperament. We each have a niche in the stresses of our environment. And the Madrigal family is like a tour through these varieties of coping with stress, each of which can end up intensifying a stressful situation into full-blown burnout. So Bruno, who we've just heard about, the one no one talks about, which means everyone talks about him. Bruno's gift is to see the future. And that means he tells people things that are going to happen. Maybe you know the experience or have seen someone else in your workplace be the person whose job seems to be to tell the truth, to warn people of possible consequences, and therefore often to be overwhelmed by what they see coming and sometimes blamed for being the bearer of bad news. If this is you, you know that while this is a very important gift to you and the people around you, it can be a burden that becomes too much to bear. For Bruno, it becomes unbearable when he foresees the possible end to the miraculous Encanto itself. He sees in a vision of the future, the house shattered, one family member to blame, or he can't be sure, maybe it's the family member who will save the miracle. So we've heard about Bruno. And next we'll hear from and about Luisa. Luisa is one of Mirabel's older sisters. Her gift is super strength, and I mean super. She carries donkeys. She moves the church if it's not in a good spot. And she feels like she can never show weakness because she's the strong one. If you've found that in your setting, it's your talent to hold up strong when everybody else is falling apart, maybe you recognize yourself in Luisa's story and that this gift of yours can also lead to burnout if you don't feel like you can ever show weakness like we all have to do. Let's hear from Luisa. I want to introduce you to two other faces of burnout from the family Madrigal. Again, maybe you recognize yourself in some of these characteristics. Abuela, the grandmother who suffered such a terrible loss with her three triplets long ago. Well, she's a survivor. 
She has seen disaster. She's had to raise her infants all alone after tragedy. And the only thing that she can see that will prevent tragedy from befalling them again is the encanto. She holds on to what protected her family. She's like the person on a work team or in a family who keeps it all going, holds it all together, encouraging one person, reassuring another, admonishing another to make sure everything keeps going. Don't let it fall apart. Don't forget what makes this place work. Abuela, by the time we see her, she's holding on too tight. Is that why the miracle is beginning to fade and falter, as Bruno saw in his last vision, as we see when Mirabel doesn't get a gift? We're never sure. But what's clear is that Abuela is scared and suffering. And as much as they all love each other, her stress is putting unbearable pressure on the rest of the family, maybe on the Encanto itself. If you are the person who sees the big picture, holds it all together, holds the history, checks in with everyone else, that is such a precious gift. It can keep things going in hard times. But it can also burn you out and end up burning out the people around you too because it's just too much. Then we have Mirabel's other older sister, Isabella. Isabella's gift is that she moves with a dancer's grace and can cause flowers to grow with a gesture of her hand. Even her hair is perfect, shiny, and flowing like something out of a shampoo ad. Whenever someone wants decorations, there's Isabella to make it all perfect. But it turns out, from the inside, she isn't living a perfect life. As you may know, if you're the person who makes nice, makes everything smooth, is cheerful even when you're not feeling it because you think other people around you need you to be cheerful. There are some cracks in Isabella's life. For one thing, she and Mirabel do not get on at all. It's hard to have a sister who's always perfect, especially when you apparently have no gift. And Isabella's perfect engagement to her handsome boyfriend, she doesn't even want to marry him. She's only doing it to help the family. A secret that she doesn't spill until she and Mirabel have a shouting match. And in finally expressing how she really feels, she discovers that she's got more in her than just growing pretty things. Here's the song that she and Mirabel sing in that moment. So Brian identifies one solution to burnout. A more humane work environment. Tomorrow is May Day, after all, International Workers' Day. Workers' Day everywhere in the, in the world except right here in the United States. So I'd be remiss if I didn't note that personal solutions to systemic problems will only go so far. 
Amazing to think that really just a generation ago, it was routine to work nine to five. Remember that? Dolly Parton wrote a song about it. Now she'd have to rhyme everything with six. Or maybe she could just rewrite it for the 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. six days a week culture that people in China call the expected 996. That scans. Working 996. Yeah, you could do that. And from the sound of it, in, in uh, Brian's time and career, if you didn't want to be ambitious and move on up, you could stay put. There are a lot of workplaces where that is not an option. It's up or out. So until the revolution, let's look at what we can be doing. Let's look at how we can understand our own contribution to burnout and what we might be able to do for ourselves in a system that really burns people out. It's really hard not to play the game in a competitive environment. It's hard not to compete and compare ourselves to others. While competition can have great benefits, it sharpens our skills, it inspires hard work, it can be fun. If the stakes are high, it can also rapidly become a zero-sum game, where someone has to lose so someone else can win. That's a fast track to burnout because we can never relax. And it also gets in the way of the relationships that tend to be one of the best remedies for burnout. And comparing ourselves to others is devastating for one kind of person in particular, the one who doesn't seem to have any special gift. I've heard people say that even about visiting this congregation despite its warmth. Wow, it's really hard to hear about people's amazing successes, incredible talent, when I'm just me. It's not anything anybody means to do. Just like the family Madrigal, they're not rubbing their, their talents in each other's faces. Well, Isabella does that a little bit to Mirabel. <clears throat> no, they're just going along, but it's hard to be Mirabel. The song that we're about to hear, Mirabel's crisis moment, begins with a family picture. Everyone is in it except her. They're all smiling, displaying their gifts, or smiling at others if they're the in-laws who married in and don't have Madrigal gifts. Even her buddy, her five-year-old cousin Antonio, has received a spectacular gift just that night. And while she's happy for them, she really is for all of them. And she loves to live with these enchanted people in this enchanted house in this beautiful valley. Mirabel is desperate. Where does all this shining ta talent leave her? How is she supposed to live in this enchanted valley as just an ordinary person? How is she supposed to live here among the people who rack up patents and prizes and promotions? Well, Maya will let us know something about how it feels.
Mirabel's final song, the family's final song, is called All of You. I love the double meaning of that title. It's a love song to the whole family, the whole town, really. Everyone is part of the miracle, a family held together by love and care. Everyone in our valley, like the Valley of the Madrigals, is part of the community, part of what makes us who we are. Everyone matters. Whatever their gifts, however gifted they feel or not, everyone is part of what makes our community beautiful. And then there's the other meaning. This is so important if you're suffering burnout. All of you, meaning all of who you are. When things are literally falling apart, Mirabelle finally understands and she tells her family, you're more than just your gift. Look at all of you, all of you, not just your gift. Abuela releases her grip on the miracle, her so reasonable fears, and embraces instead the real miracle, her beloved family. The miracle is not some magic that you've got, she sings. The miracle is you, not some gift just you. We've been able to see that through the movie. We see the love and the good fortune in this family. Not that a miracle came upon them, but they really love each other, just how much they love each other. Bruno exiled himself for love of his family. But unbeknownst to them, he stayed right there among them for love of his family. He just couldn't bear to be away. Isabella is willing to smile and make nice and marry a man she doesn't even want to marry because she thinks that's what she needs to do to help the family. Luisa stays strong and never says, I can't do this because the family needs her. Abuela holds it all together even when she can't see a future because she loves her family. It's good to see a generational drama in the movies that doesn't end up with one generation being right and the others wrong. Doesn't end up being about how they have to move on or break apart. It's just about how they've put their gifts ahead of who a gift is for. Hard not to do. And so the things that have brought so much joy and, en and enjoyment and, and strength to the family and the whole community, they've begun to burn them out. They'll do that even the most wonderful gifts. 
So Mirabel proves to be the key to restoring the encanto, the enchantment, not because she turns out to have a secret gift, but because she is able at last to see herself and everyone in her family whole, to see all of them, to see all of herself through their loving eyes. She sees all of herself, and through her loving eyes, they see all of themselves. Gifts or no gifts. I would love for us to help make a work environment that remembers that, that is able to see people as more than just human resources, to be squeezed out and left behind the way we treat our natural resources. Maybe we can help make that happen. In the meantime, and while we try, the best cure to burnout, I know, is to see ourselves whole, to help each other see ourselves whole, to celebrate and use our gifts, but to know we're more than just our gifts. We're not lovable because of our gifts. We're not worthy because of our gifts, as wonderful as they are and as appreciated as they are. What is the miracle is all of us. The grinding wheels of hypercapitalism are not going to show that to us. We're going to have to make communities for ourselves that tell us the truth of being more than just our gifts. So, welcome. Welcome to the Casa Madrigal, the Encanto, the enchanted place where you can create that kind of community. The other meaning of Encanto, Spanish speakers already know, is I love. Encanto. When we recognize encanto, when we say to one another, te encanto, I love you. We're saying all of you. It's not a transaction. It's you. You're the miracle. And so I want to say to you, les encanto, I love you. All of you. Not just your gifts all of you.